Right. It is almost the end of the football season, but we have two weeks left, and we are into the conference championship week. We are Wagers Ragers, and it's the conference championship week. So listen, I am your host, Joshua J.T. Buckner, coming to you always from the great state of New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. And always joining me, my compadre, John the Hedgehog Donath. The Hedgehog. John, how are we doing this week? We are in conference championship week. Can you believe the season has come to this? We are this far into the season. It seems like just yesterday that the regular season kicked off. But we are here with only this week and the Super Bowl left of the 2020-21 NFL season. It is kind of amazing to me. And I know we've sort of touched on this during the last few weeks. But to make it all the way to championship Sunday when honestly there were points you know right at the beginning of the season where it didn't seem like that was a realistic possibility you know a lot of dark times uh you know with the initial games being postponed players testing positive for covid the whole mess with the ravens in the middle of the year the broncos having to play a game with basically no quarterback you know the i think the nfl really played fast and loose it seemed like with some of their protocols and the rules and how they handled it. But, you know, it sort of looks like what the NFL said was, you know, come hell or high water, we're making it to the end of the season. And I might not have liked how they did some of it, but as a fan, I was happy to get a whole season and I'm happy that we've made it all the way to championship Sunday. So I'm ready to go. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I can't believe that we made it through through this part of the season, I really thought that the league was going to get shut down for some period of time, but they powered through it and, uh, and we're here championship Sunday. And, you know, despite the fact that COVID is still, you know, running wild through this country, uh, I think that the, the NFL is going to make it through the Super Bowl come hell or high water. So quick recap on last week. We're sending you back to the future. Uh, we had the divisional games, so we had, we had two games on Saturday, we had two games on Sunday. Um, I had the Rams at Green Bay. Green Bay was giving six and a half points. I loved Green Bay in this game. I thought the Rams all season long were a fraud. You know, this is the same team that lost to the New York Jets at home, and the Rams didn't show up, and Green Bay just crushed them. Uh, they beat them 32 to 18 last week clear you know covered that spread like it was easy and made their way into the conference championship game my my props that I had on the pod last week didn't do so hot I had Aaron Jones 16 and a half attempts you know the problem with Green Bay is they have three running backs that they that they um trot out there and I really thought that Aaron Jones was going to be the lead back and get a lot of attempts but unfortunately they spread it around last week so I didn't hit on the 16 and a half over on attempts and I didn't hit on Aaron Rodgers over only nine and a half rushing yards. Thought he would scramble a couple times against that tough Rams defense, but unfortunately he didn't cover that. But I did hit on Akers uh, for the Rams, who had a great day on the ground with 90 yards rushing, but I had 87 and a half rushing and receiving yards hit on that prop. And my second game, I had the Bucks and the Saints, and the game that I that the the, the line that I really thought was the one to take 
was the under in this game, given the defenses from both teams. The over-under in this game was 52. I thought the game was going to be a lot low scoring than it was, but I still hit the under because the game ended up being 30-20. to 20. Buccaneers with a 10-point win at New Orleans still hit the under, so that was big. Uh, as far as my player props, again, a little mixed bag. I uh, did not hit with Breeze, 25 and a half completions. He had 24. And Godwin, I, you know, I, I threw a flyer out there to score a touchdown because he's been pretty good in the red zone, plus 180 to score. Did not score a touchdown last week, but I did hit with Fournette easily over 38 and a half rushing yards. So that was my, my cover. My big covers, though, this weekend, and you know, maybe John will, will touch on this, it's going to be my new cover my new, uh, my new prop this week is the kicker prop, which I hit on every single prop I took. I took uh, suck up for the Bucks, boom, hit that. I took uh, Butker for the Chiefs, hit that. I like big butts and I cannot lie. So my, uh, my kicker props paid off this week. So overall, actually ended up being up uh, several hundred dollars this week. So it was a pretty decent weekend for me. Saturday was worse than Sunday, but Sunday more than caught up for, uh, for, for Saturday. Uh, John, how'd you do with your two games? Man, divisional round of the playoffs last week was just so bizarre. I mean, kicked it off on Saturday with a game I was so excited to, to, to watch. Uh, Ravens at the Bills. Both teams had been hot for about two months. Uh, the Ravens had really come on strong after, you know, you know, just playing up and down for the beginning of the season. The Bills were just on absolute fire. I was very excited to, to see this game. And man, what a clunker this was. It was an incredibly sloppy game. A lot of drop passes, a lot of penalties. Injuries ended up marring the game. Lamar Jackson, uh, after going for nine carries and 34 yards, ends up getting a concussion. He was out of the game. Rookie Tyler Huntley ended up finishing up for him. And the weirdest thing, I just, you know, two years in a row, um, getting crushed on these Devin Singletary props when it just seems like he should be the man in the Bills' backfield in the playoffs. And what was it last week? Did the Bills start off with like 13 straight passing plays or something like that? It was just, it was just a bizarre game. What I hoped would be a, a, a fun game to watch up and down wasn't like that at all. It was just just not a great game. Obviously, Lamar went out with his uh, concussion. So, uh, you know, it just it, it just never seemed like much of a game, especially in the second half. The Bills end up winning 17 to three. I liked the Ravens getting the points. I thought it was going to be a very close game. But, you know, when one of the star quarterbacks goes out with injury, you got to kind of just toss it out. So, of course, um, the the Bills get the win there. The Lamar rushing props don't hit, although carries came very close. He had nine. You know, if he doesn't get hurt, I think he hits the carries. Yeah, attempts attempts was 11, uh, 11, point, 11 and a half was the, uh, the prop on FanDuel. Uh, just, you know, carrying uh, two carries short of that. Uh, Gus Edwards, the only guy who came through for me uh, on DraftKings, I said to take him at over eight and a half carries. He had 10, so that hit. I said to take him the over on the yards at 34 and a half. He hit that as well. I think he had 42. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, who had, I think, seven catches the week before. His prop was four and a half catches in this game. And he would have been over on that in five out of his last seven. Zero catches in the game. 
which is just unbelievable. Uh, did also hit Lamar Jackson to throw an interception, but that was just a wow, bleh, gross game when I was hoping for so much more. Next day, a little bit better as far as betting goes. It was the Cleveland Browns at Kansas City. Kansas City giving 10. I said, Kansas City, huge game, give the 10. And again, you know what happened? The star quarterback gets injured. Patrick Mahomes injured his foot earlier in the game. One of the prompts I had taken for that game was Patrick Mahomes rushing at 19 and a half. He hurt his foot early, but the funny thing was he was still taken off every once in a while. And I think he ended the game with 14 rushing yards, but then he ends up getting a concussion and he's out of the game. And Chad Henney, the ghost of Chad Henney had to come in and finish the game for, for Kansas City. Chiefs do end up pulling out you know, a, a close game that was exciting at the end, but you know, it was Chad Henney against uh, Baker Mayfield. Chiefs win 22 17. Henney thing is possible. As far as the props go, uh, like I said, did not hit the Mahomes rushing, but he was out with injury. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. We talked about it at length last week that the wagers, the wagers, wagers rule for 2020 and 2021 was just take Kelsey. Don't think about it. Um, he hit the over on both seven and a half catches and 87 and a half uh, receiving yards. So he knocked that one out for us. Baker Mayfield knocked out 22 and a half completions. Um, but, you know, made up a lot of ground on Sunday. Um, but it was definitely a weird weekend. And, you know, the only thing I hope is that there is not a repeat of those key injuries because that you know that just really stinks when when you're watching a playoff game with you know the best teams in the world and you know uh, some of the greatest players that we watch end up going out with injury nobody wants to see that so hopefully we got all of that out of our system last week let's roll into championship sunday yeah definitely so let's do that so we have uh the first game and i'm gonna i'll start it off i'll start us off in this game uh john you can start us off at the second game first game Three o'clock, uh, NFC Championship game, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Green Bay Packers. Now, listen, these two teams played uh, earlier in the season. Tampa Bay blew out Green Bay 38-10. to But, you know, I think you throw that out the window. At least that's my thought on this game. Um, I know that, uh, you know, the trend is that teams that defeat uh, a team in the regular season and then face the other team in the playoffs are 13 and three against that team. And in fact, they're four and in the last 10 seasons. But, you know, to me, I see this game as a toss up. I really do. Uh, you have Tom Brady, who is the, you know, existential playoff quarterback, six Super Bowls. I think he's been to 13 championship games. First one with Tampa Bay. If they win, this will be the first the first team to ever play in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. Uh, and he has got, he's got a chance, he's got a real good chance that Tampa Bay is a really good team. But Green Bay is a very, very good team as well. And they're a much better team this year at 13 and three in the regular season than they were last season as a 13 and three team who got blown out by San Francisco. Uh, so it's a really tough game. I mean, the line right now is three and a half, Packers laying three and a half points. You know, no fans in the stands or very little. The over-under is 51 and a half. So I look at this game and there's a lot of things that stand out to me. Um, 
Tampa Bay, and this is going back for Aaron Rodgers' entire career, he has more interceptions against Tampa Bay, nine, than touchdown passes in his entire career. But let's look at the defensive side of the ball for Green Bay. Jair Alexander lined up against Mike Evans in their one matchup this year in the regular season. Zero receptions, only one target to Mike Evans. Quarterback comparison. I mean, this is why the game is so tight. Tom Brady, 65.7% completion percentage. Aaron Rodgers, 70.7. Yards per game, Tom Brady, 289.6. Rodgers, 268.7. Touchdowns, 40 for Brady, 48 for Rodgers. 12 interceptions for Brady, only five for Rodgers, although many of those interceptions came against Tampa Bay in that game that they played in the regular season. Passer rating, 102.2 for Brady, an astounding 121.5 for Rodgers, which is why Rodgers is right at the top of the heap for MVP this year. But, I mean, their stats are pretty close. So you're talking about a three-and-a-half-point point spread? Listen, I think for me this game is too close to call. Uh, Green Bay only had 11 turnovers this season, but Tampa Bay wasn't really that far behind either. Green Bay only allowed 21 sacks, which was a league low, except five of those sacks uh, came against Tampa Bay in the regular season. Uh, So, you know, it's going to be hard for me to say, am I going to take Tampa Bay or am I going to take Green Bay in this game? My take on this game is going to be, I'm going to take the over. I think there's going to be a decent amount of points scored in this game. I'm going to go over 51 and a half points. You know, you talk about Green Bay in January, super cold. You know, I think Giants, Green Bay, Tom Coughlin freezing his ass off in the game. It's not going to be that cold. 29 degrees at kickoff and only going down to 24 degrees by the time the game is over. So I don't think weather is going to be a factor. No snow barely any wind wind is somewhere between five and six miles an hour. So to me, that's not a big deal for these guys, especially Brady and Rogers. So I think they're going to put up a lot of points. These offense offenses do score a lot of points. Tampa Bay put up 30 last week against that saints defense. So to me, I like the over 51 and a half points in this game. Player props real quick. See a prop, take a prop three headed monster for green Bay, but there is a low rushing total for one of those running backs who's basically their second back, and that's Jamal Williams, over 20 20 and a half rushing yards on DraftKings, minus 118. And as I alluded to before, with Jair Williams, or I'm sorry, Jair Alexander on uh, Mike Evans, who held him to zero receptions and only one target, I like an under, an under, yes, an under, an under again, under Mike Evans, four and a half receptions, and my kicker prop, can I kick it? Yes, Ryan Suckup, over six and a half points from the kicker, minus 137 on DraftKings. Those are my three props. And I like the over 51 and a half in the Green Bay, Tampa Bay game. John, give me your thoughts on this game. What do you think? Well, first of all, number one, there is absolutely no question at all. I'm following you on every kicker prop this weekend. Um, I am not missing out like I did last weekend with the, you know, the, the tidal wave, the JT tidal wave of, of kicker props. So I'm in on that. 
but I agree with you. I think this game is super tight to call two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time going at it head to head, toe to toe in the NFC championship game. It doesn't get any better than that. And I, because of that, because it's so close, I thought you might actually go back to the JT rule uh, and that's take Tom Brady and getting the points here, which honestly is not a bad bet. I'm going to go the other way here and I'll get to that in a second, but it's a really great matchup. Can't wait to see these two quarterbacks duel it out. Aaron Rodgers really does look like he's been a man on a mission this year. Uh, ever since the Packers decided to take Jordan Love in the first round uh, of this year's draft. Uh, like you said, he's almost certainly going to be the, the, the MVP this year. But I look at, look at it kind of like this. Rodgers is great. Brady is great. I don't expect either one of them to make huge mistakes that really define this game. I think it comes down to the Green Bay defense, which has really come on especially in the second half of the year. And I was just kind of doing some research about how this defense was built. Uh, General manager, Brian Guttenkunst uh, really has, you know, gone above and beyond to build the defense. You mentioned Jair Alexander. He was a first round pick in 2018. In 2019, the Packers went on a spending spree, signing outside edge linebackers Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, and also picked up safety Adrian Amos, and also spent two first-round picks on two more defensive players, linebacker Rashawn Gary and safety Darnell Savage. A lot of people talk about Amos and Savage being one of the best safety tandems in the whole league now. And like I said before, the Green Bay defense has gotten better as the season has went on. They've been turning the ball over. The, they had 11 interceptions on the year. Nine of them came in the last nine games. They had 41 sacks on the year. 24 came in the last eight games. And, the la and those last eight games, the Green Bay defense was allowing less than six yards per attempt. The Green Bay defense, I think, is going to be able to hold the, the Buccaneers just enough in check that Rodgers takes the Packers over the hump. You know, the Packers have been here over and over and over again. It's nothing new to Rodgers. It's the Packers' second consecutive NFC Championship game. It's their third in five years. Of course, they've lost every NFC Championship game they've been in since they won the Super Bowl in 2010. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I like the Packers. Right now, they're giving three and a half. I would love to get rid of that hook and only give the three or even two and a half. Right now, that's not happening. I'm taking it anyway. I'll take the Packers giving three and a half at home. I do think being at home will make a difference. I don't think that the Buccaneers become the first team in NFL history to play the Super Bowl at home. Real quick on the props. I love my quarterback rushing yards. I love the idea that a mobile quarterback could get out and, and grab you that prop on one play. Aaron Rodgers on FanDuel, it's nine and a half yards at minus 110. I took a quick look uh, at Green Bay's games this year. We talked before about this likely being a close game. Well, in games decided by one score or less, that's games uh, decided by eight points or less, Rodgers is averaging almost 13 rushing yards a game. Obviously, that could beat the nine and a half rushing yards easily. I also like Leonard Fournette, 10 and a half carries in this game um Fournette really has played very well you know even though Ronald Jones came back and, and looked good too 
you do get kind of get the feeling that Brady is trusting Fournette a little bit, at least for this playoff run. I expect Fournette to continue to get the touches. So give me the over on 10 and a half catches at minus 112 on DraftKings. Actually, it's the same on DraftKings and FanDuel. Devontae Adams, a little bit of a down game last week, 66 receiving yards. I'm looking at catches this week. Uh, on DraftKings, you can get the over on seven and a half catches at minus 118. He had nine last week in a down game. My last one for this game, I like Zadarius Smith to get a sack. That's plus 103, just over even money. And this is why I like it so much. Uh, Zadarius Smith was fourth in the league this year with 12 and a half sacks. Brady, on the, uh, on the other hand, has been sacked eight out of the last nine games. He averages 1.4 sacks per game. As we all know, Brady has never been very mobile. Um, he's not getting any many more mobile this week. So I like Darius Smith to get one sack. I like the Aaron Rodgers rushing yards. I like Fournette 10 and a half carries and Devontae Adams to get over seven and a half catches. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I like it. I, I, I was leaning towards um, to, towards Green Bay. Then I kept going back and forth, you know, between Green Bay and Tampa Bay. And and that's why I just couldn't settle on this line, especially at three and a half. I don't like that hook with Green Bay. I mean, if it's at three, you know, and I take, I take the Packers and they win by three, okay, uh, it's a push. You know, I take Tampa Bay and they lose by three, it's a push. But I looked at... You know, what did these teams do last week? And Green Bay put up 38 points against the Rams, number one defense in the league, uh, Tampa Bay. They put up 30 points against the Saints, probably the second best defense in the league. So that's a combined 68 points. You have an over-under of 51 and a half. To me, I think both of these offenses are going to go up and down the field. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers are going to out, try to outduel each other put up points, not too cold. So I think that that over under 51 and a half is not too much for these two teams to, uh, to blow out of the water, which is why I like the over under in this game. And I do like your prop picks this week. I'm going to study them um, before I put any bets in this week, but yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be a really good game. And uh, I just, I don't know who's going to come out on top. I, I really want green Bay to win. Look, I'm a jet fan. So, you know, Anytime I see Tom Brady lose, it makes me happy. And I, I, I can't imagine, you know, looking at Tom Brady standing on the field after a victory against Green Bay, going and playing in his home stadium at the Super Bowl. It honestly would make me sick. So I'm going to be rooting hard for Green Bay. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm going to wish that I took the Packers at three and a half. You know, maybe I'm going to look at this and uh, match it up as a teaser with uh, – with the Bills Chiefs game, which we'll talk about in a couple minutes, but the over/under is my is my bet this week. So, John, uh, I'm going to let you start off with the Bills and Chiefs game, unless you have any final thoughts on the Tampa Bay Green Bay game. Nope, just that I echo your sentiments that I can't wait for the game. It's very close. The fact that the the Packers defense is so much improved uh, weighs heavily on my decision here, as does Aaron Rodgers being on a mission, as does the Packers playing this game at home. So staying on that theme, we're going to move on now to the AFC championship game. The Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the AFC championship game for the third year in a row. As we all know, they broke through 
last year, won the AFC championship game and went on to win the Super Bowl, winning Big Red Andy Reid, his first ever Super Bowl, which as an Eagles fan, I was happy for him and I was happy to see that. Uh, this year, the Chiefs are hosting the upstart Buffalo Bills, who have just been on a tear this, this year. Uh, Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East, Josh Allen taking about five steps forward in his quarterback development, uh, making his offensive coordinator, Brian Dable, a hot head coaching candidate, although he hasn't gotten a position yet, uh, and uh, Sean McDermott, clearly a coach of the year candidate, but as great as the, as the Buffalo Bills have been, as great of a story both they as a team and Josh Allen as a player are, this game is really about one guy. Come on. We all know who this game is about. It's about Patrick Mahomes. And when Patrick Mahomes went out with injury last week, the NFL world collectively held their breath. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes was able to practice with the Chiefs for most of this week, even though he was going through the concussion protocol. And just earlier today, Mahomes himself said, I have cleared the concussion protocol, which means that he is going to play on Sunday. And with, with that in mind, I just don't know how I can go against the Chiefs in this game. Um, you saw Mahomes last week, even though he dinged up his foot, he was able to move around. He is a generational talent. And right now, the Chiefs, after, you know, they actually haven't had a great year against the spread this year, only, you know, seven, nine and one in 17 games. But a lot of those spreads were double digit spreads. You know what I mean? This week, the Chiefs are only favored by three and a half on DraftKings at minus 104. Only a field goal, minus three, not great odds at minus 124 on FanDuel. But still, I have a hard time not taking the Chiefs against any team in the league. Um when I only have to give a field goal as far as the point spread goes and you put on top of that, you have the return of Patrick Mahomes. You have the chiefs playing at home in front of fans for the third year in a row in the AFC championship game. Give me the chiefs all day long. I think the chiefs do win the game. I think it could be a very exciting game because you know, the bills are, are playing with reckless abandon at this point, but I think the chiefs win. And I think, think they cover the three, I think there's just too much talent on that offense between Mahomes, who's going to play, and Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill, and they just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. Um, even on defense, you know, they've got Tyron Matthew and some big, you know, big play players there. On special teams, Mecole Hardman can return a kick for a touchdown at any time. So give me the Chiefs here. I think in front of the fans, they pull this one out and they cover the three. As far as my props go, I'm going back to the well and my Mahomes uh, rushing yards here. Last week on the pod, I liked him to beat 19 and a half rushing yards. Uh, that's, this brings up another idea here. Guys and gals, if you're listening to the pod, if you like some props out there, if you like the number, just go take it. Two weeks in a row, I got burned because I um, – didn't take a prop the first time I saw it and liked the number, waited till game day and lost, you know, a, a few yards there. Um, last week, the Mahomes prop was 19 and, a half, 19 and a half going into the weekend. By game day, it was up to like 22 and a half. It didn't matter because he got hurt. Uh, but at the same time, he had already had 14 yards rushing by that point. Uh, so, you know, he was well on his way to, to hitting my prop. This week, after the, you know, the uncertainty surrounding his concussion, 
uh, and if he was going to make it through the protocol in time, his prop is down to 15 and a half, 15 and a half rushing yards. Uh, again, he had 14 last week in a game he didn't finish. Um, the Chiefs played the Bills earlier in the year. In week six, the Chiefs won 26 to 17 at Buffalo. Mahomes ran 10 times for 36 yards in that game. And he's averaging almost 19 yards per game, 18.94. So I'll easily take Mahomes uh, and the rushing, rushing yardage. It's championship Sunday. So give me two 50 burgers on that one. And you know what I'm going to say here, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. I'm taking the catches. It's seven and a half again. I noted it last week. He's had eight catches in eight out of his last nine games. Even if I lose this, it's worth it. Take Kelsey, take the catches. The yards are bananas. They're going into the nineties. I'm taking it anyway. I don't care. Um, uh, on the other side of the ball, I said earlier, Cole Beasley had zero catches last week. I, I just think he's got to bounce back from that. Two weeks ago, he had seven catches uh, and his prop this week is four and a half. He's averaging almost five catches a game after a zero catch effort. So give me Cole Beasley going back to the well, getting over four and a half catches. And I'm just looking at this. The Chiefs rushing defense has not been great all year. One of the worst rushing defenses, 31st coming into last week. So I really want to take Devin Singletary, but you know what? Somebody else can do it. I'm not going to do it. His rushing prop is 39 and a half, but I'm not going to take it. But I will take the Chiefs. I'll give the field goal. I've already taken it. I'll take Mahomes, 15 and a half rushing yards. I love that one. Kelsey catches any yards. Not much more needs to be said about that. Um, and, oh, one more I didn't mention right here. The Chiefs actually 28th against tight ends this year. They have not guarded the tight end well at all. So I like Dawson Knox for the Bills and his, re his reception yard prop, 20 23 and a half. I like Dawson Knox to get over 23 and a half receiving yards in a game that I hope is going to be a shootout shootout. I think it will be. I think he can get 23 and a half receiving yards at minus 112. So that's what I've got, JT. I've got the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl to play the Packers. And I would like to know what are your thoughts? So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm probably leaning Chiefs here. I don't like the three and a half on DraftKings. I do like it better on FanDuel at three. Um, there's a couple disturbing stats, though, about the Chiefs, and uh, I'm going to give them to you. The last eight wins by the Chiefs have been by six points or less, which is the longest streak in NFL history to win six games. I'm sorry, um, eight games in a row by six points or less. You know, you think of the Chiefs as like a high-scoring offense, but they've been giving up points as well, and their games have been very close. Uh, and at the same time, the Chiefs have only scored 22 points or less in three straight games, which is their longest streak since 2017. Again, you think of the Chiefs as like a high-powered offense, scoring a lot of points. You know, but you got to kind of give it with, you know, look at it with a grain of salt because last week the Chiefs put up 22 points against the Browns and uh, Mahomes got hurt and they didn't really score a whole lot after that, if anything. So, you know, it's a kind of a skewed stat. Uh, you, you know, interestingly enough, the Chiefs are the 11th defending Super Bowl champion to host a conference game. In the previous 10 games, the defending champion has gone nine and one, nine and one. So, 
you know, I, I really lean Chiefs in this game, but given the fact that their games have been so close lately, um, it's really hard. I'm really hard pressed to take the Chiefs and give the points. Maybe on FanDuel, I'd give the three, but the three and a half to me is a little tough, much like the Packers Tampa Bay game. I mean, we have two of the best young gun quarterbacks with Mahomes and Josh Allen playing in this game. And Josh Allen has had, you know, a phenomenal season this year. And again, Patrick Mahomes has had a great season. He's the defending MVP. But to me, it's a tough game to call with the point spread. But what I do like, much like in the Green Bay Tampa Bay game, is I like the over in this game. And it's a little higher than the Tampa Bay um, Packers game. It's 54 and a half. But I like the over. I think it's going to be an up and down game. I think these teams are going to put up a lot of points. I think Mahomes is going to be playing. He's been practicing all week. He should be back. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire should be back in the backfield for the Chiefs. I know uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell's banged up, but he hasn't done anything for the Chiefs since he joined the team. And Sammy Watkins is supposed to be back as well, which is another uh, receiver for Patrick Mahomes, who he hasn't had in the last several games. You know, when these teams played earlier this season, the Chiefs won 26-17, and, you know, it was a combined 43 points. Josh Allen had his worst game of the season in week six against the Chiefs. He only threw for 122 passing yards with a uh, completion percentage of 51.9. I don't anticipate that happening again. I mean, that was, that was months and months ago. You're talking about uh, 11 regular season weeks ago. You're talking about two weeks of the playoffs. And I get it, the Bills only played last week because... Uh, or they play, I'm sorry, they played two weeks in a row because they did play the first week. Uh, and, and Josh Allen has looked tremendous. So I think he's going to put up a big game. Uh, Mahomes is going to put up a big game. And I like the over, over 54 and a half in this game. So in both games, I like the over. I'm going to probably stay away from the point spread, depending on whether it changes uh, game day, just because I don't like that three and a half. I don't like that hook, especially on DraftKings. The three is slightly enticing uh you know i'd like it better if it was two and a half chiefs but you know it's not going to go down that far because the chiefs are home so it's going to be at least three so you know we'll see game time whether or not i'm going to take that game or not but the over is really where i'm heading in this game props kelsey 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 the the yards to me it's rich i mean it's like 94 and a half on DraftKings right now on friday night uh, so I haven't committed to the yards, although, you know, maybe I'm going to just lay, lay it down on the line and just say, I'm going to take it, but the receptions over seven and a half, that's where I'm going with this one. Minus one Oh six on DraftKings is my Kelsey over receptions bet. I like, I like Mahomes to throw for a lot this week. I don't think he's going to run a lot, especially when he injured his foot and he had the concussion. I think he's going to throw a lot. The rushing, I think is going to be very limited. This week, I know you like the Mahomes rushing prop, but I like the, the, the completions for Mahomes over 26 and a half. I know it's a lot, but I think this is going to be an up and down game. He's going to throw the ball a lot. So I like the over 26 and a half uh, completions. And of course, of course, of course, of course, my kicker prop over seven and a half points for Harrison Butker for the Chiefs, plus 100 great odds on DraftKings. My kicker prop, Harrison Butker, over seven and a half points. 
And as far as the other side of the ball is concerned, I do like that Cole Beasley over four and a half receptions. John, that's a prop on the Bills side of the ball that I like. Again, over 54 and a half yards, and I just gave you my props. John, any last thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, it's that Kelsey thing, like it is. Like who takes a tight end receiving prop of over 90 yards? But, man, the dude just does it. That 94 and a half receiving prop, he's hit that in seven out of his last nine games. Like the guy is an absolute animal beast. He's, he's Megatron. He's, he's Unicron. He's Optimus Prime. He's, he's He-Man. He's He-Man. Like I'm taking the catches and the yards. And it's the kind of thing where, you know what, if you don't hit him, I'm not even going to be mad because, you know, he's, he's done it too much already. He's made me a lot of money this year and I'm going to ride them right through the Super Bowl if they make it. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy the way this guy is just always open and catches the ball. I mean, I guess because, you know, you look at it, and, and I'm almost being talked into taking the yards in this game on Kelsey because the Chiefs have so many weapons that the cornerbacks are going to have to cover Tyreek Hill and Hardiman and Sammy Watkins and, you know, the other receivers they have out there that undoubtedly – it's going to be a safety or a linebacker lined up on Kelsey and he eats them up alive. So it's 94 and a half yards. It's a lot of yards for a tight end, but yeah, I hear you. I mean, he is a machine this season. So I'm probably going to join you on the, on the yardage, but I love the receptions all day long. Yeah. I guess the only other thing, like, I just feel like taking Travis Kelsey, everything I'm going to take, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey punt average Travis Kelsey to kick a field goal. Um, but seriously here, I might take another one I hit last week was Travis Kelsey longest reception. I think last week it was over 23 and a half yards hit that this week. It's up to 25 and a half. I might take that again too, but yeah. So the, the Travis Kelsey bowl is on and, uh, let's see it. So, um, I got, I got Packers and chiefs in, in the bowl. Who do you think in bucks, uh, bucks chiefs? No, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Green Bay Chiefs. I, I really am. I mean, I, I know that they're both laying three and a half. I just don't like taking, you know, a, a line with three and a half. And I know that the Chiefs line's three on DraftKings. I mean, on, on FanDuel. But I, I do like both home teams in this game. And I think it's probably going to end up Chiefs-Packers. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's, you know, Bucks chiefs I wouldn't be surprised if it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills beat the Chiefs. I really wouldn't. I mean, the Bills are really playing very good football. You know, they've won 11 of 12 games since that game that 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 game that they lost against the Chiefs. So I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo beat Kansas City this week. And you saw, you know, Mahomes go out last week with an injury. And I know that Cleveland didn't win the game, but they only lost by five in Kansas City. So, you know, anything's possible any given Sunday. We'll see what happens. I think this is these are these are two great matchups. You have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks playing in, in the early game. You have two of the best young quarterbacks playing in the, uh, the, the, the evening game and two quarterbacks that probably if they're keep on this uh, trajectory, will both make the hall of fame, especially Mahomes and Josh Allen had a great season this year. He's well on his way. So anything could happen in these two games, but you know, gun to my head, I'm taking uh, chiefs Packers. Same here. I, I, again, I wouldn't be, would I be shocked if, if the bills won? Uh, I would be very surprised, but you, you could see how it could happen. Again, the chiefs defense can be a weakness. Uh, and, you know, 
besides the concussion, you know, Mahomes was gimpy with that foot injury last week. So if that's hobbling him a little bit, uh, you know, you could, you could see that being an issue. And, you know, if, if the bills are cranking, if the offense is cranking, you know, I could see them easily putting points up. So no, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be surprised if the bills won, but it wouldn't shock me, but you know, I'm still staying with my pick. I got the chiefs and the Packers in Tampa next month. All right. So listen, we, we move into the last phase of the podcast, which is our track of the week. And I have a theme this week and it's the over and it's the over because I think this game, both games are going to be up and down the field, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. What does that translate into? 138 BPM. So what's my track of the week? I'm going with a great track called Pacific Waves by Airscape, which is just a banging track from a couple years ago, but it's got that 138 BPM that I love up and down. And I popped it on this week and I kept it playing over and over again on my way into work and my way home. So my track of the week this week is Pacific Waves by Airscape sitting with my theme of a lot of points scored up and down offenses fast paced so that's my track of the week love airscape man great great pick there but i thought you were going to go a different direction you kept talking about up and down up and down up and down i thought for sure you were going to go venga boys hard and fast mix of up and down absolute classic there i would steal it and, and take it for myself but i'm continuing my theme of of, you know, in 2021, a, a year that has, you know, started out pretty crazy, but I think is getting better now. Uh, I'm looking forward to the future here. So I'm trying to pick some, some new music to keep me going through the new year. And so that's why this week I'm picking a track that was just released January 8th, 2021. It is a song entitled Critical. It is a tech house track, which is probably my favorite genre. It's on Ministry of Sound Recordings, the legendary Ministry of Sound, and it's by a duo uh, of artists here, Camel Fat, a London-based duo who's really made a name for themselves in the house music uh, genre in the past three or four years, along with one of the all-time greats, Mr. Green Patch of Hair on His Head himself, Green Velvet, cameras ready, prepare to flash. He's going to take us to La La Land one more time. This is a really cool, fun track. Critical. Check it out. That's my track of the week. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Everybody, listen. We have put a bow on championship weekend. We have analyzed both games. We have given you our tracks of the week. We have told you where to put your money. You know, this is our opinions. We've done pretty well this year. You know, you don't have to listen to us 100% of the time, but 
I think we've broken these games down pretty well where we kind of, you know, have a pretty good idea of where things are going. Again, we are the dynamic duo of wagers, ragers, tying up championship weekend. May your bets be sharp and your cashes be bountiful. We will see you after championship weekend to break down the game of all games, the big game, the Super Bowl. We are out. Good luck, everyone. See you soon. Later.